broken sky Traced out by the city lights My world's a mile high Best seat in the house tonight The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the broken hearted. Well, good morning, radio listeners and podcasters out there. I am Jay Garvin's, your host of the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. And I want to say happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We have a great, great show for you today. I say we because I have one of my favorite guests and best friends in the world, Justin Hermes, joining us. And I thought, what would be a good show to do a week before Christmas? Now, I know what to do on Christmas. And I want all of you to tune in Saturday of Christmas this year. Lands right on the radio show day for Jay and you as well. That is when Bill McAfee and I are going to be reading and telling Christmas stories. But today, I wanted to actually give something back to you, the radio listener. And that's interesting because I usually talk about homes and mortgages and budgeting and finances, and all of that's great. I've been blessed with it, and many of you have personally told me, Jay, I appreciate your time and your message, and it's authentic, and I appreciate all of that. But there's been a growing number of shows where I actually deviate from the typical subject of residual income, which I'll address again on the 1st of January show. I've got all the shows laid out for the first quarter. But today, I actually wanted it to be about you, So with the drum roll, Matt, today's show is titled Giving Back, my friends. And I give back in the simplest of ways just by giving you my telephone number, 719-330-1457. I've sat down with so many people, more than 10 people in the holidays now that have just reached out from the radio show with no set agenda and just said, Jay, I think I've got a friend of mine from work that wants to do research on home ownership, will you meet with us? And I said, absolutely. Had another individual call me and said, hey, you've talked about owning investment property. I'd like to do some research. Can you meet with me? Hey, Jay, my wife and I are looking at buying our very first home and we're first-time home buyers. Would you meet with us? I'm willing to do that. I love doing that. Of course, I'm going to keep it to mortgage and real estate-related questions. This is a mortgage and real estate-related show. But I've talked about mortgage and real estate till I'm blue in the face. And my messages are almost always the same. You know, you can go and read Dave Ramsey's Seven Baby Steps. Number one is get $1,000 in reserve. Number two is eliminate debt snowball, all of your unsecured debt out of your life, starting with the littlest ones and build momentum. Number three, which I personally believe is the most important, is put three to six months of your monthly budget expenses in a separate account set aside for emergency so you don't go back into debt again after you've worked so hard to eliminate that debt. And then step number four, of course, 
is to put money aside for retirement, be it 20%, 10%, 15%, or whatever. Put your first fruits aside for tithing, your second for saving, and you'll never have to worry because there actually is some laws in giving that reciprocate back to you. But we've talked about real estate and investment property, ownership and budgeting till we're blue in the face. But you've got to save money in that step number four. Step number five with Dave Ramsey is to just actually pay for any student debt that you have or pay for school and put money aside for cash for you are your children. Step number six is where I get involved in mortgage where you want to pay your house off early. And then step number seven is give away generously and build wealth. Now, there isn't actually a Dave Ramsey step for buying a house, so people ask me all the time, what step is buying a house? And there isn't one. I say it's step 3.5. After you're starting to save for retirement, your retirement can actually be in part owning your house outright. So you save money. Is it 10000 20000 whatever? And then you buy a house, and that's where I would love to help you. But today, I actually want to talk about giving back. I mean, what does that even look like? I've got Justin Hermes coming on the show because of all the friends that I have, he's on the top of the list for giving back. And I'm going to let him share the organizations that he's passionate about here in town locally and internationally. But what I'm going to do this show is first kind of share with you what giving back looks like. It takes on many different forms. In fact, right here in the studio, I've got a couple of books that I really suggest you get and I'm going to share those with you throughout the show, so don't go anywhere. But then I want to talk about what are your beliefs? How do you like to give? What are the different organizations nationally, even internationally, but most important, locally, right here in the Pikes Peak region in Colorado Springs, that you can give to? And I'm going to share with you a little bit about my beliefs and my actions behind giving. And then, of course, we're going to finish with what are the next steps? How do you move forward? You always can call me. Reach out at 719-330-1457 if you've got questions about giving back and what that looks like. But one of the things I want to start the show with is that from a biblical sense, giving is a real simple but interesting riddle because I'm not a preacher and I don't very often read scripture in the studio, but on the subject of giving, this is one that I've read in the Bible and other people have told me that this is the only thing that our Lord and Savior says, test me on this, which is interesting, and I'm going to read Malachi 3.10. Test me on this, says the Almighty Lord, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. I will prevent the pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not cast their fruit, says the Lord Almighty. So giving is a real interesting and precarious subject because it's many times the giver that receives equally to that who which is given. And I know that from personal. I get so fired up about giving. My wife and I want to get to the point in our life where Billy Epperhart, a friend of ours, said there's different stages or X's on the chart of life once when you get uh, all of the debt out of your life and you can actually start to build wealth. And then once you build wealth and residual, you can get to another point or another X where your residual exceeds any of your monthly budget needs. And 
you can decide whether you even continue in a daily, weekly, hourly salary job, or you just let your residuals work for you. But the most gracious X is when you have so much provision that you can give it all back to your community and the kingdom. So I'm going to go ahead and invite Justin Hermes into the next segment. We're going to have a talk about a list of different wonderful agencies to give with. I'm going to talk a little bit about a fact that many of you know we're United States and we as citizens rank in giving. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And I'm going to be back right after these very important messages. You know we've got to find The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Be free, come together, right now. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jay Garvin, the host of The Jay Garvin Show. We are firmly in the season of Christmas. We are one week away. I can't believe we're on the 18th of December already. And I'm talking today all day about giving back. We talk about mortgages. We talk about real estate. I talk about budgeting. But something really near to my heart and dear to my heart is is giving back. And I read to you the actual verse. And I don't quote scripture a lot, but it's interesting that in Christianity or in my religion that this is one of the few places or ever that the Lord that I serve says, test me on this, and it's Malachi 3.10. Test me on this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgate of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you'll not even have room enough for it. I'll prevent pests from devouring your crops and the vines in your fields to not cast fruit, says the Almighty Lord. So he's going to protect us. And he doesn't say tithing, but that's what the churches call it. I'm not saying that it's my prayer or your prayer. You can call it the power of the spoken word. But when you give back and speak things over people's lives, it's many times us, the givers, that receive equally than the receivers. And many times that I receive things that I don't deserve, I see people like Mike or Matt or other friends or my wife that gives to me, and I see the joy in their face. And I turned around my recording schedule time to get Justin Hermes in here with me, because even though he's humble about it, Justin has a deeply seated culture and thread in his life of giving. And I want him to share that with you because he shared it with me. And Justin, my friend, how are you? I'm good, Jay. Thanks for having me on. I had food poisoning two days ago, so I feel like a million bucks now because you don't realize how grateful you are like your health yep. uh-huh. until you go through something like that and you're lying in bed just curled up. Yeah. And you go, geez, I'm so much more grateful when I feel healthy in the morning. I'm like, wow, I feel normal. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> and it's giving. It's the smallest it's the smallest things, my friend. Just seeing my son sitting in front of John, a longtime client of mine that's one of the most renowned neurological radiologists here in town and owns one of the biggest business. How do you pay a man back 
for giving 45 minutes of his time to just sit down and say, hey, this is what pre-med might look like. Why don't you read film with me? This is why I'm passionate about radiology. It's whether the health that you received or those wonderful few minutes of mentorship that Asher gives, it was so complete because I was able to get John in the room and I felt great for giving that to my son. And then John was the one that gave, and I'm sure that he'll do it again. But then right in return, the joy that my son gives me in return for the thankfulness. It's just an amazing cycle, starting from health, starting from our faith. But you come from a family where, you know, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, where does where does the big heart of giving come from, my friend? I'll tell you what, before we move on to that, about that story, though, that you told, probably the person who got the most gratification out of that story is uh-huh. John. Yeah, I mean, there's no, and, he was so energetic the, the, and he gives back and I see that and I'm like, his heart is filled as much as Asher's. That's the thing I look at as somebody who does that is just, yeah. they're not there because you're, you know, providing them something or there's a kickback they're doing it to further the community right yeah it's and just so the gratification of just knowing and speechless yeah yeah so that's what i get out of that story is he benefited probably more than you guys did yeah and just to see and here is a man that he and his wife jean did a mortgage with me 21 years ago and he's still in my life if that's not something to be thankful for that's that's just why so we do the business it's a love of loyalty it's a love of helping you and come on, you guys can call me at 719-330-1457. If I can help you out in any way financially with a mortgage or real estate or understanding your budget or retirement or residual or whatever, I'm here for you. And, and, and that's so easy for me to give that. But, dude, we come from a pretty culturally rich giving society. I mean, United States, hand down, is the number one giving culture in the world. It's in our blood. It's in our fiber. It's even in our laws, which where if you give to a nonprofit or a 501c3, thank the Lord, we still have a tax code that allows you to take that directly off the top of your earnings. But you have it deeper than many friends that I have. And, and every single year you, you give back to the community, whether it's backpacks for kids, you did that. And that was through Big Brothers, Big Sisters? Who was yep. that through? Big Brothers, Big Sisters, yeah. So I don't get distracted. Where does that culture come from? Does it come from your parents? Does it come from your grandparents? Does it come from Remax? Does it come from the Holy Spirit in your heart? Where do you get that from? Yeah, I'd say most of it's heart. I mean, my parents now give a lot of their time. I mean, mm-hmm. they watch over, I mean, every day I talk to them, they're over at an elderly person's house from the church. And, uh-huh. you know, they're taking care of a lot of people. And part of it's just because they're aged. So they're 75, 76, and then they have friends who are 90. And so now they're over there helping their friends, right? Because your friends span ages about 10, 15 years around that. Uh-huh. And uh, so they give a lot more of their time now, which is tough. Sometimes for people, it's a lot tougher to give time than, than money. It's tough for us. It really is. It's much easier. Because sometimes it's easier to write a check. Yes, it is. And But we have a blessing to do that, my friend, and this is Im- important for you and I to talk about. There's a great book out there that I want you guys to, to look at and potentially get as radio listeners. It's called The Legend of the Monk and the Merchant, and this is by Terry Felber. Actually, the foreword is written by Dave Ramsey, so it's one of Dave Ramsey's appre- approved books. And Terry talks about the giving and the roles that the monks have and the roles that the merchants have. Some people give in the ministry of serving and some people give in the ministry of providing. So you're very blessed. I'm very blessed. Many of us are blessed in that capacity. And Marlo and I give our 
first 10% of all of our fruits back to the kingdom. You can do that through tithing or 501c3. But there's another book, Justin, called The Treasure Principle by Randy Elkhorn, and this is about, you know, the treasure of giving. Let's get specific a little bit while you're on the show. I know some of the biggest areas that you give are Colorado Springs Rescue Mission. Is that right? I do. This this year I haven't given as much to them just because I felt like they have so much publicity and so many people giving to them. Uh-huh. And not saying they're not a great organization. They I, are I great. think they're doing fantastic. But I gave to them for many, many, many years. I've seen and it. And so I've just ran into some other people in the community who don't have the platform that they do, uh-huh. Springs Rescue Mission. And so when you run into people like that, a lot of the time it's a God thing and you run into them. And I've just happened to be in those circumstances and those people could really use the money and they're doing really, really good things in the community, um, such as Brad's House, which is helping foster kids. And half of the homeless population comes from kids who are uh, foster kids. Really? Yeah, half of them. So you look at that and I go, is it a problem, the homeless here? Yeah. But what's creating the problem, right? If you could go to the same thing and say, what's the problem with the next generation? Oh, it's the educational system, right? I mean, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the kids' fault. It's what's going on? How are we helping the foster kids get out of this cycle of then becoming in a homeless situation rather than going on to further education or getting enrolled in the army uh-huh. and those different things. So, yeah, I think there's plenty of great organizations in this town. There's honestly so many. It's tough to choose. Well, it is, and I'm going to read just a couple of them here before we go into a break, and I'm going to hold Justin over for the next segment, so we're going to have plenty of time, but Springs Rescue Mission, like you said, they used to be obscure, and you gave to them for years, and I've given to them, and I still give, but in a lesser amount, because they have such a tremendous platform, and they've done well, but there's Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and there's a big presence of Young Life. You've got the Humane Society that a lot of people feel compelled to give to. You've got your local church. That's first and foremost, the most important one, because where we've been churching at First Presbyterian, they provide the kitchen for Springs Rescue Mission. So a lot of your churches are unsung heroes, so support them. We have the Red Cross, Salvation Army, we have the Fisher House Foundation, now you're talking about Vets, Pikes Peak Foundation, look at Focus on the Family, CASA in the Pikes Peak region, Campus Crusades, Andrew Womack Ministry, I mean, we're one of the hubs in the country for nonprofits. That's why I said it's just tough to decide, and that's where I think it's really the personal conviction, and you run into people and the opportunity to give back, and then I think there's also opportunities, whether you run into somebody on the street or whether you're a homeowner or you're a landlord and you want to bless somebody with a, a month of free rent. And I just see, you know, you look for those convictions, and when it's really sincere and somebody needs help, the ability to give back on that level, I think, is you know, I think that's that's also great. Yeah, it yeah. all is. And you mentioned that because one of the best ways that Marlo and I give every year, we've been compelled the last several years to give it, is we call up one of our tenants and say, hey, Merry Christmas. We don't want you to send a check. And please just pay it forward. And tears come in their eyes as these single working professional moms and grandmothers this year say, thank you so much. You had no idea what my daughter went through as a hairdresser this last year in COVID. And, and of course, who steps up? They step up. 
to help their children and their grandchildren. So that's awesome, Justin. We're going to be back right after the break. I want to keep Justin here as we talk about some of the ways that you can volunteer, the ways that you can get involved, the way that you can give. And just call me at 719-330-1457 if you have a story or a statement about giving back or just if you've got a purchase or refinance mortgage to get started, I would love to earn your business. Justin Hermes from REMAX Properties and Real Estate Realities. We'll be back right after these important messages. You don't know how you met me, you don't know why. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, to me? Follow me, everything is all right. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night And if you want to leave I can guarantee you won't find nobody else Well, thanks for sticking with me. I'm in the studio, the Jay Garvin studio at Cardio with Justin Hermes from Remax Properties and Real Estate Realities. Justin and I are usually talking real estate, our investment properties, or even residual income. But today... We're talking, and I'm going to hold them on for about four or five minutes to finish the conversation of giving back, my friend. Getting down into the weeds here, how did you get involved with Big Brothers and Big Sisters? That's a great organization to get to. It's funny. One of my guys on my men's senior baseball team, Ben, he actually just opened up the restaurant downtown, Epiphany, which is fantastic. But he just was talking to me about it, and I said, man, i got free time. And he goes, you should come. We need a Big Brother. And so I did it for four years, and you start in Sports Buddies. Obviously, so they can see how you're interacting with the kids, make sure it's a good match. After six months, then you can kind of do what you want with the kids. Go to the movies, do your own activities, go to the Penny Arcade. And so I had a little brother for four years, and I learned just as much from him as he learned from me. You know, you learn about humility and things I look at and go, it's okay to share your feelings because a lot of fourth, fifth graders and sixth go, well, that hurt my feelings or, you know, this kid hurt my feelings. And they're very vulnerable and willing to share their feelings, I think, is especially as guys, as we get older, it's like, well, I don't want to tell people that hurt my feelings and stuff like that. And so I would learn these things and go, man, he's so authentic as a young kid of just like, hey, this is how I feel, yeah. you know? And so you learn just as much. It's like the doctor's story. You you get more out of it really than the person who's receiving. And so I think that really is great. And then I used to volunteer down at Springs Rescue Mission. I just tell people the reason I volunteer in the kitchen is because if I really go broke, then I would hope at least they would like push me to the front of the line because I've done time there. Oh, no, <laughs> I just want preferable treatment. If yeah. I'm ever in line, you guys push me to the front, oh, maybe no, you know, there. give me a little better meal, right? <gasps> oh no, he didn't just say, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, and I'm telling you, man, it's just it's serious and it it's great going to your events where you had your blanket drive. I remember that a couple years back. But if you're listening to this show right now, if I can impart anything onto you it's just that please act on faith and know that you will receive just as much as a giver that you'll receive as a receiver and don't get me wrong i don't downplay the importance of people that really really need to be given to there's so many different causes all the way from taking world war ii vets across the country and the angel flight across the world to something totally different to the McDonald House, 
you know, yeah. of just really weary parents. We are such a giving. I mean, are you surprised that United States is the number one giving not at country all. in the world? No. Nope, Give you a hundred bucks right now. I got the article here. If you can, hundred dollars. If you can name the second, third, or fourth, or even the fifth largest statistical giving, and giving is by the amount. Mexico. Mexico is not on there. I'll give you one more <laughs> chance. <laughs> like, no, you're done, buddy. Yeah, you're done. Um, I was just thinking, great Catholic. Yeah, you I know, know, I know, I know. Where, uh, Come on, Canada. No, oh, you were close. Canada's number six. But Still, though, Ireland, terrible. I can't. Ireland's uh, number five. I should. That's the Catholic capital. And then <laughs> get this: Australia's number four. New Zealand's number three. I don't even know what Myanmar is. M y a n m a r. Now, these are statistically not in dollars. You could take the top ten. Yeah, per capita. Per right. capita in United States is there. But you have United Kingdom, number seven, Netherlands, number eight, Sri Lanka, and Indonesia. So it's good to see countries of different faiths that are in there. But you, yeah. like you said, with Christians and Catholics. But Who's all, last? Is it China? I'm sure. I, I'm really sure. No, I'm serious. You get into some countries. you get communism. Into, you get into the Middle East. And there'll be a terrorist attack, and you'll have more American dollars go in there than people in the region. Yep. But it's in our fiber. I've always been taught to give. I just appreciate you giving your time, my friend. Yeah. And that thing, too, Jay, I want to mention before I leave is the military people overseas during Christmas, the police officers who serve, the firefighters. I know you've served before, and with my mom working with the military, they've always said, hey, you know, say prayers for those people and, you know, just think that Christmas isn't the same for the police officers, the military overseas, and that's what makes this country great. It really I mean, does. it's those people who make the sacrifice so we can open up presents on a Christmas morning and not worry about somebody coming by and dropping a bomb on our front porch. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. And you help me remember that more than anybody else. This is going to be the last time I see you before Christmas, so Merry Christmas, my friend. You too. And have a Happy New Year. And I'm going to continue on here, folks, with this conversation of giving back because one of the biggest things that my daughter has done during this holiday is we are trying to focus as my children are getting older to actually saying how we can give back. And I'm sure I'll share the story a couple of times, but we were sat down in our kitchen and I was saying, how do you want to give? And I'm going to talk a little bit later in the show about how I've been introduced to Life Network, which is a wonderful organization. And a good friend of mine, Derek, introduced me to Rich and his team that run that. And I shared with my family that I want to lean forward and give in that capacity outside the church and outside our tithing this year. And I asked my wife the same, and she wants to rescue a dog to take a dog's life and save it within a family and take it out of the Humane Society or a rescue but my daughter turned and said, Daddy, I think we should find a teenage girl who doesn't have a home like ours and bring her into our house because we're a really good, loving family. And that struck me, and I was very honored. I received a lot from hearing that from a 15-year-old young lady. But how, as a parent, do you unpack that? Do I get a poster board and stand on the corner and said, lonely teenager, need it? And you don't. That's not what you do in prayer and in your quiet meditation time. We didn't even really recognize that any more than that's wonderful, that's interesting. A miracle is going to have to sort that out. Well, a miracle it was. Less than a week later, I'm talking to a radio listener like you, so you never know how a conversation is going to change. And 
Lori called me about getting a house as a single working professional female, and we started last year, and she called and texted if we could talk about continuing the conversation, and we did. And when we spoke, she had said, I'm working really hard to get toward homeownership. If any of this is resonating with you, I want you to call me. I can help, or the Lord can help. Friends can help. You can make it work. Just call me at 719-330-1457. But as Lori was sharing with me, I asked her what her second job was so we could document the income. And she said, oh, you know, I'm a placement director for foster care with an international organization. And I'm like, that's interesting because my daughter just said this, that she wanted to place a teenage girl that didn't have a house in our home for the holidays because we have a loving family. And she just was speechless. Like, are you still there? And it's a lot of work. There's no answers yet. But now we are working to take a 15-year-old out of a house and situation to where it's less healthy and the school isn't working out. And we're seeing if we can bring her into our house and have a room right next to my daughter's. And my daughter is excited. And now she's got 10 of her freshman and sophomore and junior, senior girls around dance and high school excited about just integrating in and helping this girl, and she doesn't even know her yet. And Lori called me about a mortgage question, and God had something else in mind for that conversation. Now, I'm telling you this. We are receiving far more as a family than even this young lady will receive by coming with us because it's changed the conversation in our house, and I want you to change the conversation in your house. And United States, we have a great culture of giving. And I gave the list, you know, of per capita, which are the countries that give the most. But a lot of them, a majority of them, are Christian, where you have servant leadership, you know, led by the Lord Jesus, and giving us examples of how to give back. And I read it earlier in the show, and I'll read it one more time, as Malachi 3.10, test me on this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven to pour out so much blessing that you will have even room for it. So there's some spiritual thing that happens in giving. And I know I'm preaching to the choir because statistically you guys listening to this right now are great, great givers. But I'm imploring you to lean forward. Some of the biggest organizations, there's many, many, many more in Colorado Springs. The Springs Rescue Mission, Big Brothers and Sisters, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, Young Life, Humane Society, your local church, Red Cross, Salvation Army. I really like the Fisher House Foundation. That's a great way to give back to veterans. Life Network, which is a huge one for me that I'll go into detail. The Pikes Peak Foundation, and the list goes on and on and on. What are the big takeaways that I'm going for, folks? Is that giving is an amazing part of our culture. We're the most giving country in the world. And it's for a reason, and I implore you to touch your heart this Christmas season to give. We're blessed as a country. We're blessed as a city and a state. And I'm blessed as a host, and I know that you're blessed as a radio listener. And there's so many ways in real estate to give back. One of the ways Marlo and I, many of you know, decided to do a 1031 exchange, which is a, an exchange of property. You sell one and buy a new one right away, and you don't have to pay capital gains for the transfer. 
So we bought a property down in Pigeon Forge, and the name of that property is God's Grace. That's the name of the cabin in Tennessee. And one of the visions that I had immediately with this cabin was single working professional parents with school-age kids, especially single working moms that have multiple jobs with school-age kids because there aren't many facets in society to serve these individuals. It's tough enough to get things done as a couple. This really touches my wife and my heart because we spent some time in separation in our relationship and it was really, really tough. And if you're out there on your own as a parent and you've got kids of any age, but especially school age kids, know that people are out there praying and vying for you. So I grew up with spring breaks and summer breaks being the best days of my life. The trips we took, the time I spent with my brothers and my siblings, sisters, parents. And I found out there's a lot of single working professional parents that can't even think about a spring break, let alone take one. And now our cabins, every single year, this year at spring break, next year at summer, next year after that at fall break, maybe at a holiday, we're taking anonymous single working parents and their school age children and actually giving them a God's grace trip down to our cabin in Pigeon Forge, down to Dollywood, down to Ripley's, believe it or not, aquarium and all of that. And it's where real estate blessing us can bless others. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to tell more specific stories about how real estate you can give back right after these messages. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you. so much for staying tuned. I am Jay Garvins. This is the final segment today before Christmas on giving back. I spoke with Justin Hermes and you can call me at 719-330-1457. You may have an idea how you can give back in real estate, how you can give back in our community, an area of giving that you feel blessed that you want to share with me. Justin Hermes was in here talking about big brothers and big sisters, was in here talking about all the years that he's given and continues in Colorado Springs Rescue Mission. My wife and I have always given our first fruits to the church, our church, and we encourage that you do the same. But also there's other organizations out there, so many organizations in Colorado Springs that you can give back. So call me at 719-330-1457. So Another way that my wife and I have decided to give back is through an organization called Life Network. And we've all heard about the Planned Parenthood and all the controversies around those clinics, but no one hears about the Life Network clinics. There's three of them in town now, one central, one west, and one south, and these are clinics that simply provide single parents or single females, single teenagers, single individuals that are finding themselves pregnant and with decisions to make to get free and complimentary ultrasounds, to just get access to a food bank, 
just get access to some items to build a nursery, just getting some clothes in a clothes bank, things that you and I might not think of. And as the hearts change in our country into saving lives and protecting life, we're going to need outlets that aren't government. I have always said, radio listeners, I'm talking to you personally, that if there's a homeless person on the street, if there's somebody hungry, then we're not doing our job as a community, like Catholic Charities does with the Marion House and all of this, and Springs Rescue Mission. We shouldn't have to rely on government agencies. We should take care of it as a people, a community, and churches. And my wife and I are very, very serious about this, and I want you to be serious too. And your cause is different than my cause, and you can get involved if you don't have the money, but you have the time that's just as precious or more precious many times than individuals like myself that I'm so busy in the business world, oftentimes I'm writing a check and even touring or finding details in these clinics and nonprofits. I'm just so focused on helping you, the radio listener, and Churchill Mortgage clients. I mean, I really want to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction because your money goes right back into the community. Everybody in my team, everybody on my team, in my office has the same heart. One of my team members, Sabrina, is huge on Young Life because Young Life, as a single working parent of two teenage kids, was the only way that she got summer camps and she didn't have the proceeds to pay for one kid's camp, let alone two. So there's families and churches and individuals out there that would basically sponsor her kids. And now that she's been blessed, if you do a transaction with Sabrina, she's going to take that and she has now sponsored numerous kids through Young Life right here in town. And one of the big challenges that we have, folks, is we've almost got so many nonprofits in this community that it's hard to choose, but you can pick one near and dear to your heart. Another one that we're really closely tied to is the Fisher House Foundation. I have a military background, and we really need to be thankful, folks, for everybody serving overseas or even on Fort Carson Base during Christmas. When I was on active duty, I was on Flight for Life, and I did medevac, so I had the, I was a first responder. And it wasn't whether I was going to give up a Christmas or Thanksgiving. It was which one was I going to give up? Which five holidays were I going to have to sacrifice? And which two or three could I actually celebrate? And that's the same for every cop out there. That's the same for every single firefighter, every military member. If you see them during this Christmas season, just say thanks for serving and making it possible for us to stay at home and celebrate Christmas or New Year's or whatever the holiday is. Now, the biggest takeaway that I want to impart to you this show is the fact that giving is often just as rewarding to the giver than it is to the receiver. And that's the story that I saw in John, who's a client of mine for decades now, and he's a top neurological radiologist. And I called him and asked, can you please do me a favor and help my son to just sit down and talk with him about medical school because that's his passion and he's at that door of entry where he's starting college. And I knew John was busy, but he said, absolutely. Wednesdays are the best day. If you want to come down, um, I would take 15 minutes. And him giving me that was the biggest Christmas present I could have received to see my son interacting with him 
having questions answered as he's coming through a new chapter in his life. And I saw John's passion and his energy growing as he was sowing into this young kid that he doesn't even know except for me. And my talent is business. It's not medicine, and it's not always mentoring my son. I found to get other people in front. So reach out. Be willing to serve with your time or your money. My wife and I, through gratification, I honestly believe have received much more to giving to an organization like Life Network than they'll ever receive for the funds and our time that we give them. And it's the preface of my whole show, friends. I say at the end, like I will now, go grow and prosper. And tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters. And I mean help them. Reach out. The blessings will come back tenfold, and that's not the reason to do it. But for the feeling of helping someone else, I say yes, that is the reason. And if you've not found your passion or calling, that area of service that you would do passionately for free, then pray to God right now that he deliver it to you, because that's what I've received in you every single time you call me at 719-330-1457. So have a Merry Christmas. I'll be back here in one week reading Christmas stories, and then exactly one week after that on New Year's Day talking about how to pull residual income out of the next year. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show? Please, please call me at 719-330-1457. Tell me your giving story. Please call me if you need any help with your purchase or refinance transaction. That's How I Pay the Bills by Helping You as a Licensed Loan Originator with a wonderful team at Churchill Mortgage locally here, the exclusive lender of Dave Ramsey, and now I want to be the exclusive lender of you. One last time, Merry Christmas, and I'll speak with you very soon. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on Caradio News Radio. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door.